Recently, I had the privilege of being able to take our country's top jazz clarinetist out into real-life situations and have him improvise against the sounds in these situations. The clarinetist is Mr. Jimmy Jufree. Here, in a huge mid-Manhattan office skyscraper lobby, Mr. Jufree plays against the sound of footsteps. This is Music in Marble Halls, recorded by Tony Swartz. It was the theme of the NPR series Lost and Found Sound by the Kitchen Sisters. Tony Schwartz, media pioneer, audio documentarian, and the most famous radio person you probably never heard of. Born August 1923, died June 2008. He made tens of thousands of field recordings, what he called documenting life in sound. Taxi drivers, bartenders, children at the playground. That's Davia Nelson of the Kitchen Sisters. And he wanted every jump rope chant every description of every jukebox. Tony also exchanged recordings with people around the globe. When he first started getting these wire recorders, he sent thousands and thousands of them out around the world in order to have pen pals, audio pen pals, to, you know, use their microphone as a stethoscope, as a Geiger counter, as a divining rod, you know, some way dowsing with sound. You're hearing voices from NPR, the best of public radio, supported by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. This week, a tribute to Tony Schwartz, starting with the Kitchen Sisters, from their series Lost and Found Sound. New York 19 was the non-commercial musical life of my postal zone, and the postal zone was New York 19 at that time. It's 10019 now. That was the area I could travel in. I'm not able to travel far. I have agoraphobia. And in walking, I could just go around my postal zone in the midst of Manhattan. I made the first portable tape recorder. I brought the VU meter from inside the case to the top so I could look down at it and see how loud things were. I put a strap on it so I could have it over my shoulder. That was 1945. I could go record children in the park doing jump rope rhymes, and I recorded the street festivals. I made 14 records for Folkways Records. You can see them up there. The children's games of the streets, I called it one, two, three, and a zing, zing, zing. I was interested in the sound around us. Two things that you're not allowed to carry in taxi care. One is fish. I had a wrist mic. I had a brush lapel mic, and I would put it on a wristwatch band, and I'd pull it out my sleeve. So I would just walk around and record that way. Like when I went into the pawn shop and I did cab drivers, that way I recorded about seven, 800 cab drivers. Do away with your parking lots in Midtown from 14th Street to 59th Street. No parking allowed in the daytime, only after 6 o'clock. I had recorded the songs on jukeboxes in the restaurants or bars that catered to the various groups around my postal zone. What I would do is get people in the restaurant who spoke English to come over and translate it for me. The country in which I was born is suffering many, many uh, bad economic things. Even though I'll feel terrible there. In my country, there are always flowers. That is my paradise. I won't change Puerto Rico by 60 New Yorks. I won't change Puerto Rican chickens by frozen chickens in the ice boxes here. This is Max Nichols of Peter Marisburg, Natal, South Africa, 
calling Tony Schwartz of New York, USA. Hello, Tony Schwartz. I'm bringing you greetings from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. This is a Greek folk song from Island of Crete. Hello, Tony. My name is Thomas Knott, and I come from Kalani, Conicary Island. When I got my first wire recorder, I asked the company if they would give me the guarantee slips from people from all over the world and all over this country who bought the recorders, who said they were buying them because of their interest in music. And I would exchange wires with people in other countries who were interested in folk music, and they would send me material from their countries. My name is Tony Schwartz. The music you hear is a Peruvian Indian playing his guitar on a quiet summer evening. This is one of 15,000 recordings I've collected, recordings of folk music and folklore, recordings I've exchanged with people all over the world. Hello, Tony. I received your letter here the other day. Well, I'm going to send you a wire now. This stuff that I generally do, you know, singing the cowboy stuff. I don't know if you fellas in New York City appreciate this kind of music. Uh, we folks around here do this hillbilly stuff. That's how it started. Recordings came in from all parts of the United States, from all parts of the world. Recordings on wire, recordings on tape. One of my exchanges was with a man who wanted sounds he no longer heard. Tony, I wonder if you'd do me a favor. I live out in the country, and originally I came from the city, and uh, I kind of miss it. And I was wondering if you would record some sounds of the city and send them out to me. I'd, I'd really like to hear it. How about it? Part of my answer was recorded in Times Square. A week later, I found this in my mailbox. Uh, Tony, I uh, received your sounds of the city this morning, and... Uh, I've been playing them ever since. I noticed that uh, you said that you recorded them about 8.30 at night to sort of reciprocate. Here's the sounds of my country, 8.30 at night. The voices and music of the world came into my apartment in New York City, and I traveled no further than my mailbox. In people talking, there's an innate musicality in, in the way certain people speak, and also in the barkers at nightclubs or various places. The sound of selling used to be the people, vendors going by in the street, or people singing in the backyard or shouting in the backyard. Now it's over the radio or television. I did a whole record on the sound of selling. A vegetable man shouting apples, apples on the street, with that horse and wagon selling vegetables. My mule is white, my charcoal is black. I sells my charcoal. There to were men who would go around buying old clothes and they'd yell, I cash clothes, I cash clothes. It was February 3rd, 1956, when Tony Schwartz appeared at the information desk of the animal shelter to ask for a dog. The attendant will take you into the adoption ward in Ward A. You look the dogs over, and if there's anything you select, you tell them that's the dog you want. These are obedience-trained dogs working toward degrees, which, of course, that's like receiving a college diploma. I did a radio program on sound once a week on WNYC for over 35 years. I would do it on any subject that came up to me during the week. Good morning. Every year for the last 13 years, I've been presenting the story and sound of the growth of my niece. We've all heard of uh, time-lapse photography. Well, I'm going to apply this technique to the growth of my niece, Nancy, in sound. 13 years condensed into 2 minutes and 13 seconds. 
Here goes. Jack and Jill went up the hill to fetch a pail of water. Jack fell down and broke down. And Jill came tumbling my niece, she would be in her mid-40s now or something. She died. And I have her tape of growing up from the time she was born up till 14 years. I would record the sound of my daughter growing up. I have her first cries after being born. I had a microphone over her bed and a recorder in our bedroom. And any time I heard her beginning to wake up or anything, I could turn on the recorder and record the sound of her waking up. Tony, if um, the dog makes Willie in house, if he's ha- if you have to make him a housebroken, if he makes Willie in in the apartment, you have to slap him with a newspaper. Then if he doesn't do it again, he's housebroken. What do you think of the Russians sending the dog up in the satellite? Well, I hope he doesn't get hurt. But if he does, I'm sure they'll send up a medical satellite. In school, um, uh, we each had to do a report on some place, and um, I'm doing a report on Hawaii, and we're and we're taking notes and doing research. This summer we're going camping, and uh, in the month of July, this summer I'm going for the whole month of July. This summer I'm going to uh, go to Brownie Sleepaway Camp. It's all girls. You'll miss my hair, and it's very special for tonight. It's just the way I want it. It's in a, a page board with a high top, and that's the way I like it. I'm taking guitar lessons, and that's fun. I take drama lessons after school, and that's great. And I've been working on the school newspaper. I might be editor next next year. And I've been discovering boys. How did I come to these ideas? Just from being human and working with sound and knowing how sound affected me and affected other people. Here lies... Tony Cherney, once a pet turtle of Daryl Cherney, died February 24, 1964. Who died? My turtle, Tony. He got a sore shell and he tried to save him by giving him hamburger, but he died and we're going to bury him. How do you feel about it? Not too well. Sort of a tragedy for me. I'm going to play taps. And the flag is because I like him. Just like the President of the United States when he died, except, uh, but he's like in my family. Okay, that's all. Right. Give me the turtle. Why? Come to me, my melancholy baby. Cuddle up and don't be. Can, can a baby feel blue? Anybody can feel blue. All your fears are foolish fancies, maybe. Well, I was born at the beginning of Time. Time magazine started the year I was born. Harry Belafonte was a bop singer when I met him. I got him into the Jamaican songs. This is another working song. It is the banana loading song. Day oh day I met a woman who was a cashier at Macy's, and her name was Louise Bennett, and she knew all the Jamaican folklore. And I played those songs to Harry Belafonte. I got from a nightclub in Africa songs like Wame Away, remember that? And Everybody Loves Saturday Night. Wame Away I gave to the Weavers. And uh, Everybody Loves Saturday Night I gave to, what's his name? He owns a casino in Atlantic City. He used to be a singer. He also 
I watched Jeopardy on television. You ever watch that? And who was the guy that is the funder of it? Merv Griffin. I gave him Everybody Loves Saturday Night. Schlaf, mein Kind, schlaf, Good morning. Today, I'd like to play two beautiful songs sung by Paul Robeson. I think he was one of the great singers of our time. In the McCarthy era, Robeson couldn't travel because they called him a communist, which is ridiculous. He wasn't a communist. He just believed in internationalism. He wanted to send tapes to various places around the world. One I did to send to England for a speech for him. It was about peace, so I had his song behind it. Then I had his narration over that. Peace and friendship with our great wartime ally, and enduring peace growing out of united United Nations, out of friendship with the Soviet people. I did it for many people who couldn't travel for W.E.B. Du Bois. I would record speeches that he wanted to give in South Africa. Dr. W.E.B. Du Bois of New York, writer and president of the Pan-African Congress, to the peoples of Africa, greeting. Then when the Hollywood Ten were supposed to go to jail for being un-American, and many of them had made movies that I loved. I recorded all of them the night before they went to jail. Dalton Trumbo telling what he was accused of. How did they treat you in front of this committee? I mean, the, the committee was anti-Semitic, anti-labor, anti-Negro, pro-war, and had been denounced by everyone from Roosevelt down over... The ridiculousness of this McCarthy era. You know, he started the whole thing of loyalty oaths, most people think of evil as the sounds of gunfire or thunder or lightning or something. I found and believe that the most evil sounds in the world are the sounds out of mouths of people. We have concluded, and unanimously so, that this statement is not present. I've used media to shame people into proper behavior. In primitive cultures, if someone did something shameful, and word of mouth got around the village in an hour or so, in our culture, the same thing exists. But if you divide in the distance of our country into the speed of sound, you find it would take a 64th of a second to reach across the country by telephone, radio, television, or anything like that. I did a commercial with the Pope against nuclear weapons. I've been against nuclear weapons since 1939. One thing I've done was the daisy spot for President Johnson. I was working on sound for six or seven commercials in the campaign against Barry Goldwater. One of them was a little girl counting down and picking the petals off a daisy. Then there's the countdown. And then the bomb goes off. These are the stakes to make a world in which all of God's children can live or to go into the dark. We must either love each other or we must die. What would you say to young people who smoke? I would say that they're very foolish even to consider it. I had to have my voice box removed. I have a hole in my throat. That's what I, I teach do. a course for NYU. I also teach media and public health at Harvard. Both places come here. I have agoraphobia. I don't travel. I'm not able to travel. I have used the telephone to teach all over the world. 
in Sweden, in Japan, South America, uh, Australia. My brother built a one-tube radio, which never worked, and I used to go up in the attic and play a spaceship like Jack Armstrong. I was also interested in physics, and the physics teacher was interested in amateur radio, and I first built my own receivers and huge 20-meter antennas, and I built my own little shack where I had 16 by 16, and I had my radio station in the front, my bed in the back, and I ran a telephone line up to the house so my mother could call me in for supper. I made up shortwave listener cards. I speak to them on the radio, and I would tell them how they're coming in. I think the most important thing we can work on in communication is to make the world safer for the people who live in it. People, that's what I was most interested in. People and their their life and what they do. Believe you me, as long as you live, and may you live as long as you wish. And don't forget all the money that you spend with me goes to a good cause. Because my wife wants money, the butcher, the baker. Tony Schwartz, 3,000 recordings later, produced in 1999 by the Kitchen Sisters, Davia Nelson and Nikki Silva, for their NPR series Lost and Found Sound, and mixed by Jim McKee of Earwax Productions. And this is music by Moondog. It's from Tony Schwartz's 1957 album, Music in the Streets. Coming up... A Tony Schwartz-inspired project, The Sound of New York City, 24 Hours in Public Places. That's in a minute when we come back with Hearing Voices. Hearing Voices is supported by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting, a private corporation funded by the American people and the National Endowment for the Arts, which believes a great nation deserves great art. From NPR, this is HearingVoices.com. Here, Mr. Jeffrey walks the length of a large marble-lined hall, and as he walks, he plays his clarinet. You're hearing voices, and this is a tribute to Tony Schwartz. This next half hour, we'll hear a piece inspired by Tony Schwartz. In 1983, a group of New York City radio producers got together to document a complete day and night of the life and sounds of their town. New York City, 24 hours in public places. Produced by New York IPS, independent producers in sound. 
Dawn, the waterfront. You look out over the ocean or whatever's around and, and you, your mind clears, puts you in your place. The wind, it moans at you. It moans through the, the wires in the deck and it moans past your ears. It's got, it almost blows you down, but you get that feel, that blowing sensation over your ears. It's sort of like God talking to you. I'm not crazy, it's like God talking to you. Six AM, the Fulton Fish Market. What do you need? Bogies? Yes, sir. Come over here. Seventy pounds is in a kind. Beautiful fish. That's your kind, babe. They're down. Bobby, what are you doing on Harry Charge him a quarter. Go ahead. Okay, I'm not you. I'm not for you for a quarter. I'm over there. Hey Frank, I got perch for you there. The sun getting to the garbage brings right. up the odor. Right. Mm. Messy, stinks, and all that. Because all that's yeah. all in my face out here, right. you know. Right. Right. All this disease, you know. Yeah. Brings out all the bugs and all of that in it, you know. The Brooklyn Bridge, 7 a.m. Rush hour, the subway. Grime, smelly, horrible. Packed. You can't move. People smell. It's people shoving it under the car when it's already full. It's six people forcing their way on. Having people's elbows in your back, or having an elbow in your eye, or your elbow in someone else's eye. Schoolyard, PS 384. I'm going to catch you. You're in. 845 a.m. That Help all of your students are facing the center of the yard. Will everybody kindly salute, pledge. New York Stock Exchange, opening bell. This is the financial district, and every day, Monday through Friday, there are well over 450,000 people in this downtown area alone. On weekends, it's like a dead city. Now a bunch, on the Rosa, now a bunch. Street selling. Rosa red, wild and blue, she'll still love you. All over town. Only one dunk. Just one dunk. Especially today, not tomorrow. We don't know about tomorrow. One dollar. Today's tomorrow. And I'm selling for a dollar. Dollar, 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 dollar on the top shelf the other side. Hold your pants up with style, just a dollar. Any belt this side of racket dollar, ladies, check them out. Yeah, I'm on the block, Zip. My name is Watson, and I'm selling all kinds of socks to make your group down on your feet. Hey, I got socks for your beautiful feet. I said, check them out without a doubt. Sorry, I got to shout. Sunglasses is what it's all about. As a rhyme, you can give me 50 dimes, and that's only $5. Sorry, I got to holler. But this is now on tape, and don't you hesitate, because if you don't get a pair of sunglasses, you'll never get a date. Tomorrow morning, when you walk under the sun, 
You're going to dig where I'm coming from. You can't go wrong for one dollar. You can't be there in no place else, only in New York City. Jesus is all the world to me. My friend in trial sore. I go to him for blessings and... God bless you. Thank you. He gives them o'er and o'er. He sends the sunshine and the rain. He sends the harvest golden grain. God bless you. Thank you. Sunshine and rain, harvest of grain. 11 a.m. He's my friend. Coffee break. Hi. Can I get a regular coffee, please? Hold the sugar. Coffee, 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 donuts, coffee, donuts, dang. <laughs> what else? 60 cents, please. The Port Authority of New York and New Jersey welcomes you to the observation deck at the World Trade Center. We're traveling at a speed of 20 miles per hour. It takes approximately 58 seconds to reach the deck, and by looking at the panel above the door... World Trade Center, 11.30 a.m. When the doors open, you'll be on the enclosed, climate-controlled observation deck on the 107th floor. You see a yellow, yellow yeah. truck like a yellow car? Yeah. You see the yellow? Go five cars close. See a little green car? Yeah. You see a little green car? I'm the blue car next to it. Yeah. I'm the station wagon next to the blue car. Yeah. 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 You see a truck right below a truck? What color is your car? What color is your car? It's blue. Let me see. Do you, do you see those red little strips down there? It's a blue truck. It's a blue truck. I see it. Do it again. Okay, we'll do it again. It's across the street. Two white cars next to a red car. Then gray. Then red. Then yellow. Then two gray. Then a dark, little dark green car. That's next to my station wagon. The blue is the station wagon. Right next to it. Eleven forty-five, Central Park. Oh, Dad, look! What is it? I see some horses. What a nice ride through the park today, folks! Oh, the sun is beautiful out there. You folks here for a nice carriage ride today. Lovely ride through the park. Do, do you want to go for a carriage ride, do you Jason? Go for a ride? Okay. Where are you folks from? Ohio. Ohio, Cleveland. really? Yeah. Cleveland? No kidding. Get up, Thurman. Yep. Yep, yep. Oh, he's a good boy. Yeah, he is. Right here, in the middle of the animal zoo, in living three-dimensional technicolor. Ladies and gentlemen, as that bird knew, nothing that is given in love ever truly dies. It merely changes into something much more beautiful. You're hearing voices. This 1983 radio feature is called New York City, 24 hours in public places. You hungry? Because it's lunchtime, 12.15. It is my pleasure. There you are, sir. Thank you. Who's next, please? Come to me, please. I'll give you coffee. I'll make you feel better. Anything you like, darling. You anything you like. You're in good hands here. You're in good hands. Junior is here. Have no fear. Say you're France to go. The coffee shop that serves lunch at lunch hour has these incredibly skillful guys. They must serve three million people in the space of 20 minutes. So they're in and out, in and out. You eat very quickly, and New Yorkers gobble their food. Lunchtime in New York is an hour long, right? Okay, but you want to shop, you want to mail a letter, you want to buy a card. Some women go shopping for clothes during that period. So you want to eat in 15 minutes. That's the New York lunch style, to go to one of these places and eat fast and eat well and not know what you ate. It's so quick. The whole process, you're not even sure. Sometimes it is possible to leave an office, go into one of these places, eat, come out and not be sure that you ate. It is my pleasure. There you are, sir. Thank you. Who's next, please? Come to me, please.
subway performer, 53rd Street Station. I guess you wonder where I've been. I search to find a love within. Got a thing for love, and I can't let it show. My fears wonder what tears want with me. Well, I'm in a haze from your love, you see. I came back to let you know. Got a thing for love, and I can't. The presence of light inhabiting the space is, is what you're looking at and what you feel. The Whitney Museum, 2 p.m. And you, you feel that quality. You can actually feel the light. You can feel the repose. It's, um, some of them are calm spaces. Some of them are, are more aggressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of them have very gut feelings. Um, this is a very quiet piece. Uh, the Asian elephant's ears are set down below that high forehead, which is another slight difference from the African elephant. But they the American Museum of Natural History. Those ears, and by flapping those ears in the heat of the day, they can cool their body temperature by about 10 degrees. Uh, now, the elephant is very good at uh, running, sliding, swimming, and do almost everything but jump. And that's why you always see a display as we have here. After school, street games. Cream on top. Tell me the name of your sweetheart. A, B, C, D. Hollywood is singing. Hollywood is singing. Hollywood is singing. Hollywood is singing. My name's Janine. I'm cool in the gang. If you don't like it, let me tell you one thing. My sign is spicy. That's all right, because baby, baby, I'm dynamite. Like Annie White without her sight, or like a sugar red linen without a fight. It was the night before Christmas, and all through the night, it was not a creature was staring, not even a mouse. Let's dance. Let's dance to the drummer's beat. Let's dance. Beat, beat, y'all. Oh, yes, yes, y'all. I swish, swish, y'all. And we don't stop. Say one, two, three, four. I tell me, Boogaloo, what you waiting for? I said a five, six, seven, eight. I said I'm waiting for you to lock the gate. I said I go to school. Just like that, and hit the teacher with a baseball bat. Let's dance. Let's dance to the drum and Right. 4 p.m. Subway Singers, Greenwich Village. Let's start all over again. Closing bell, New York Stock Exchange.
the evening rush. Post, final post, post, get you post the latest prices. In New York, you push while you're there. With five o'clock comes the end of that push, so that everyone wants to run to just get away from that. Washington Square Park, sunset. It started out in very pale tones of almost in the orange family, but farther uh, uh, up, you, there were shades of very pale blue and lavender today. And we see so much ugliness in this, in, in this city. That, you, you look at it right now, you don't see any of the dirt, you don't see any of the seedy side of the city. It looks like something out of Wizard of Oz. Dinner time. Chinatown. So I tell you the food I like is the curry flour with broccoli. Uh -huh. Okay, just uh, sauteed with a blend white sauce. Is it spicy? It's not spicy. Not spicy. No. New Mongji. It's authentic melon chicken. Saute abalone mushroom. Wu Wei Ji. Five flavored okay. golden chicken. That's spicy though. Wu Xiang Chie Zi. All right. Seven thirty, Rockefeller Center, ice skating rink. That was good. That was good. First time, that was fantastic. This is Hearing Voices, and you're listening to recordings made in 1983. New York City, 24 hours in public places. He might be the, he might not make the 84 Olympics, but he made the 88 Theater District, ticket buying. Agnes of God, two are good seats in the center. You have uh, two for sophisticated ladies. Uh, they're going to be up in the rear mezzanine. They'll be in the balcony. That's all you have? Yeah, that's all we have. No, I don't want it. Uh, Richie, why don't you get Pump Boys and Dinettes? Pump Boys and Dinettes. How about uh, Woman of the Year? Do you have good places? Sophisticated ladies, right. Three times. Thanks a lot. You saved my life. And whatever man does, it's not going to do him any good anyway, because man is never going to get the glory out of it anyway. Amen. You know why? You know how I know? Grace Hope Mission, 9 p.m. Because the Bible says God will not give his glory to anyone else. <laughs> and I love it. It's so beautiful. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Times Square, Broadway. Yeah, Broadway. 
molto bella New York Broadway fantastico perché questa vitalità che prorompe da questo popolo italiano che quando l'estero così vituperato così offeso così amato deve prorompere in questo grido famoso bestiale in Wall of Broadway First time I've ever been in New York City. It's the first time I've ever seen buildings this tall all the way around me. It's beautiful so far. Broadway. That's where you see all the big shots, you know. And I just tried to look like a big shot myself. <laughs> This is the one place where you never know who you're walking down the street next to. It could be a millionaire, you know. You just don't know. You go to Washington, D.C., 6 o'clock, everybody's gone. Go to Boston, 5.30, everybody's leaving town. But Broadway never dies, you know, it's so different. Taxi! Taxi cab uptown, midnight. Thank you. This is a checker cab. Okay, very comfortable, very big, and the customers prefer the bigger cabs. I've been driving this ship for two years two years and I enjoy every bit of it. Heavy, comfortable, large, because if you're involved in an accident, you have something large here to survive. You put yourself in one of those small Fords or Dodges, it curls up like an accordion. Your chances of survival is at 90%. 72nd Street in Central Park West, 1 a.m. I don't know if he was stabbed or shot or what. I heard it was a shooting. That's what I heard. But we looked in the paper. It was on the news, and like we were at the bar at our hotel, and everybody was talking, and we didn't catch what it was. Yeah, it was. I know where it was, too. Yeah. Yeah. We arrived just after they were picking up the tourniquet and the tape off the street. And we were at this one place down near um, Studio 54 tonight and um, yeah and, and some lady just said that you know like we were looking in the paper to see what had happened you know and some lady just said that it happened so much that they don't even include it in the news anymore you know it's not a big thing there are two things they tell you when you come to New York City if you're a tourist or if you're a foreigner and they tell you it's almost like first aid instruction you know if you want to stay alive if you don't want to go back to where you came from on a slab number one Don't go into the subways at night. Catch a cab, walk if you have to, but don't go in the subways. And number two, you'll see a beautiful thing in the, in the middle of Manhattan, and it looks like the country, but don't dare go inside at night because you may never come back out. Now, remember, guys, we have to be just totally relaxed and very quiet. Central Park. No, nothing will happen. Civilian safety patrol. People in there. You don't think they be in there. 2 a.m. All right, let's just cool out now. This is like uh, a lost world. Something you would expect to see in the. That's here we come. Here we come. There's a guy up there. It looks like Dawn of the Dead. Why are they here? They're here every night. I can guarantee you that. You know, keep your eyes open. See, the key is you don't know what they're up to. Mm. They could be sitting there and just eyeing whoever passes down there, come behind them, and that's it. It's over. 3 a.m., Midtown. Downtown, 4 a.m. Dawn.
When I find, when myself, I find myself in trouble. New York City, 24 Hours in Public Places. Mother Mary comes to me. Was produced by New York IPS. Speaking words of wisdom. Independent producers in sound. And in my hour of darkness, she is standing right in front of me. Sound recordists were Janice Ball, Portia Franklin, and Alan Gingold. Katie Davis, Jay Allison, and Karen Perlman. Lou John Sandy, Marjorie Van Halteren, and Karen Frillman, Johanna Cooper, and Charlie Gilbert. And with the broken-hearted people living in a world of dreams, Associate producers were Janice Ball, Katie Davis, Charlie Gilbert, and Karen Perlman. And though they may be parted, there is still a chance that they will see. Executive producer and engineer was Jay Allison. Let it be. I'm Lou Johnsante. Come on, let it be. Let it be. Let it be. Let it be. There will be an answer. Let it be. Come on, let it be. Let it be. Let it be. Let it be. There will be an answer. Twenty-four hours in public places is online at transom.org. Children on and off the streets. Tony Schwartz's recordings are at the Library of Congress. His website is tonyschwartz.org, and there's links to everything you heard in this hour at hearingvoices.com. Hearing Voices is supported by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting, a private corporation funded by the American people and the National Endowment for the Arts, which believes a great nation deserves great art. Our producers are Scott Carrier, Anne Hepperman, Larry Massett, and Kara Oler. Our intern is Max Darham. Mix engineer is Robin Wise of soundimagery.com. Executive producer is Barrett Golding. From NPR, National Public Radio, this is hearingvoices.com.